You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. We just want to, you know, play our best game every single day, um, and then, you know, we obviously. Know that we can't be in the playoffs this year, but one thing that you know we talked about is that we want to finish these last two games strong, finish it for something good for the future. Um, and you know, obviously, that started well today. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network. Welcome back, BetQL Daily, right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Football Friday. The voice there of Desmond. That might be the first time I heard Desmond Ritter talk. I don't know if I knew his voice before then. Desmond Ritter, the quarterback here of the Atlanta Falcons, as they get set for a game against the Bucs. We'll roll through some of these NFC games. Uh, if we want to go through these quickly, Bucks, Falcons, Cowboys, Washington, which has some implications, uh, and the Panthers, Saints, I'm good with that. We could have some fun jumping to uh, projecting the NFC playoff lines for next week. But, what, all right, Bucks, Falcons. Tom Brady and the Bucs say they're playing their starters. Do you believe this? Do you believe they play for more than a series or two? I don't. I mean, that's the question. Yeah, Yeah, they may start. We saw that all the time in New England. They may start and they may play a series or two or a quarter. And then that's it. I hate this game. I've heard some people make cases for the Atlanta side and lay in four, whatever. This is one of the few games that I've got no interest. Like all of the injury reports, the same names that we've uh, seen all season. Why are they going to be out there? Why are any of these bucks going to be out there? It makes no sense to me. Is it Tom Brady calling the shots? Kind of get that sense. If it is the the Bucks backups, I still think that I would lean to the Bucks plus four. I don't love it, but that's the way that I would go. I mean, is Atlanta really going to win by more than four points? Is, is Ritter that impressive? Is Gabbert almost as good as Ritter? Maybe. I don't. I don't see that big of a difference. I. Above a field goal, I don't agree with this number. I was almost wondering Bucks money line on BetMGM. I'm seeing plus one sixty five. I don't know. I don't have a play on this one either. I don't really have a yeah. good feel for this game. It's just a pass for me. I maybe I'll change my opinion, but right now I don't have a play. I don't have any props. It's just a pass. It's four and a half at some books, by the way. Now. Moving up. Hmm. Um, one prop on this game I would think about is I would look at Tyler Algier's rushing prop. He's really come on. I mean, he's he's becoming their back now in the backfield. And if they're up in this game late, Bucks pull starters. I think he's what? He has on the season, Tyler Algier has 900 yards. He's, he's a 100-yard rushing game away from 1,000 as a rookie. Feels like something in the final game against backups they could do. I mean, that that's, that's possible. So – um, we'll see what he's what that number's at when, when we see it posted. But I, I would jump on Algie there. All right, Dallas, Washington. Jerry Jones said the Cowboys are playing. Dallas, a seven-point favorite over Sam Howell. Isn't Dallas scoreboard watching in this game? Is this another? I'm thinking about first halves. Yeah. I'm thinking about a bunch of first halves with the team. 
that's playing for something, but then once the scoreboard goes a certain way, they pull their guys, right? The 49ers, Mm -hmm. the Eagles, the Cowboys all play at the same time, all in the same boat. Once the Cowboys realize the Eagles are up a bunch in the second half, Joe, they're not going to keep Dak out there. They're playing next weekend. So live betting opportunities for which ones? I wouldn't say Philly Giants, would you? But yes, for San Francisco and Dallas because it all uh, links back to the Philly game. Right. Yep. Yeah. That that makes good sense. That makes perfect sense to me. Um, yeah, yeah. I do like Washington. And here's another game, as Aaron certainly knows, that the win total is coming down to this game. Win total was seven and a half, half seven wins on the year. They have that tie in there too. But uh, I, I like uh, Washington and Howell in this spot, especially since it, I think Dallas is going to be aware. Now, what if that's a tight game and Dallas does not uh, pull their starters because – the Eagles-Giants game is a, is a one or even a 10-point game. 10-point game, you can't pull your starters. Like, at what yeah. point do you, are you like, okay, now, now we can pull our starters? I, I think the way we talk about it, that we'd be more willing to put the second stringers out there than these coaches would. Like, I think these coaches, their mentality is, I've got to know for sure. Like, the win probability is almost 0% before they make that sort of move. And then McCarthy, do you trust him to do the right thing? I don't think anybody does, right? <laughs> no, um, I like so I've been offered this uh, odds boost at, every week to bet on the Commanders. I guess because I'm based uh, here, <laughs> and I always yeah. pass. This week I no. took the odds boost. I already took the uh, bet the Commanders plus seven. I, I wish I got it when it was seven and a half, but it's Sam Howell season. Everyone is excited about this. I think it's going to give the team a boost, and I do think the market overreacted here. Mm-hmm. This line was four and a half when we thought it was Carson Wentz. Um, I'm going to look to Washington. And plus, Chase Young, he's still trying to get back into shape. The one thing that would concern me, two things here. One, this is so Ron Rivera-like to try to go out and win this game, even when they are not playing for anything. But I could also see a situation where he doesn't want to get any of his veterans and key players hurt, too. You know, and I think he he's is fired, open. right? He's fired. Right? I don't know. I don't know what oh. is going on with this Washington team. That you know, part is, mm. I think I think he's got to be, but I I have no idea what's happening. I think Dan and his wife are so checked out that I would be, I would not be surprised if Ron is back because Dan doesn't seem to be as hands on as he used to be. I think it's very Dan Snyder like to fire on Rivera, but I also think that. He's just hiding out somewhere in England, uh, and he doesn't care what's going on anymore. <laughs> this is Terry McLaurin's fourth year in the NFL. Sam Howell will be the 10th quarterback that throws him a pass. 10 mm. Boston quarterbacks in four years. So embarrassing. <laughs> I see that season, another five new quarterbacks. Can't wait. It's a joke. This, I mean, is, this is completely anecdotal. But when Aaron says that everybody in the D.C. area is hyped about the commanders and Sam Howell playing, that scares me. Because, Aaron, every time you talk about people in that city getting excited about the Wizards or the commanders, they go out and they lay an egg every single time. So if they're hyped about Sam Howell season, I'm thinking the Cowboys win 49-10. to 10. I mean, I don't know, man. They were hyped about Carson Wentz. <laughs> 
I'm like, what are you doing? Everyone in this country outside of Washington does not like the guy and knows he's garbage. And yet everyone's so excited, was so happy. Remember when he had like two good games at the beginning of the season? I was like, oh my gosh, let's pump the brakes here, people. There's a similarity between the Jets and the Commanders when it comes to everything they do is wrong, the quarterback position they never get right. It's just like, it's unbelievable. It's just, no matter what they do, Wake me up enough. when they get it right because I'm totally checked out at this point. I mean, I, it's, it's hard to even want to listen to sports talk radio when there is positivity about Sam Howell. I'm like, really? Can we be doing this right now? <laughs> What are they saying about him? What do they think he is? No, I don't know. I just, you know how it is when fans call in, you're just like, this is too much right now. Oh my God. I can't. can't. That's why a lot of, I I know Joe Giglio's not, doesn't fit into this camp, but what Aaron's describing is exactly why a lot of sports uh, talk stations have stopped taking callers completely because it's just painful. For everyone you involved. have like five people who are just yeah the same people call in and you're just like no i can't do this right now <laughs> you have to almost use them as as a bit right like it's like what would yeah like, do you, you, yeah yeah it's, you have fun with it all right does you're anyone have any them. yeah well they're calling in they're, they want to be part of the show has anyone does anyone have anything on the panther saints Anyway. Got to take the points, right? You don't got to do anything. Can we throw this game? Can we throw this game the Atlantic uh, Ocean? I want no part of this game on Sunday. I don't care. This and another one: Colts, Texans. But at okay, least that so one has implications for the number one pick. This one has zero implications. I have, I have notes on every game. At least something is written down on every single game, That's except right for, for one. Carolina, New Orleans. This is the only one. It is blank. I wrote the point spread, and that is it. That's all I have on this game. I don't want anything to do with it. People are, you know what? I am more intrigued with Indy Houston than I am in this game. Me too. Yeah. At least there's something on the line with Houston. There's nothing on the line in this game. I don't care. Sorry, Paul. I, I just Panthers. I just hit Control F to see if I did have any notes, <laughs> and I have none on this game. Nothing. <laughs> Don't care. Who's the quarterbacks? Yeah. I don't even know. I don't care. Darnold and Dalton. It's a major matchup. It's Darnold and Dalton. Okay, here's here's maybe here's one angle you can come up with. Is Wilkes coaching for his job in this game? I there think that he has a chance, unless a great candidate tells David Tepper yes. Like, doesn't it feel like that? Doesn't it feel like Steve Wilkes is the girlfriend for now? Like David Tepper is looking for someone better. He, but he might just stick. Let this guy stick around for a year. Like I could see. Steve oh, for now. For so now. You're, for now. Like Was that your style, Jordy, back in the day? No. <laughs> but did, like, does anyone believe Steve Wilkes is their coach long term? I don't think so. Not, not but, with that owner. Not, not with, with that, that owner. owner, right? And he's he wants the big name. I mean, he gave Matt Rule like fifty million dollars. He's going to give another yeah. coach crazy contract one of these days. It just—I don't know if it's—it's it's right now. All right. Yeah. So because it's we easy, hate this, right? Thing. You ever have the easy relationship? Like, oh, I broke up with this person, so you're here, and it's not the summer, so. Let's That's go. Steve Wilkes. Steve Wilkes is that. <laughs> Cuffing <Poor guy>. season. <laughs> this is Poor like Steve Joe's Wilkes. summer in Cincinnati. <laughs> oh, so awesome to leave, man. Just. 
got out. Like, hey, this had a this had an expiration date. Sorry. Peace. Is that you think that's the way he's gonna fire David Tepper when he I mean fire Steve Wilkes when he does? Sorry, this had an expiration date. We both knew it. Um okay. <laughs> it's not you, it's me. Yeah, <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. It's me. All right, we have a few minutes here. Let's try to guess the wild card lines in the NFC. Okay, because I think we're done with talking about these games. So next weekend, if Chalk holds Dallas Tampa Bay in Tampa. What's our guess right now? And obviously we'll we'll find out Sunday night into Monday. I'm gonna guess, my guess is gonna be Dallas minus five and a half in Tampa Bay. Five and a half. Whoa. Does uh, the Cowboys' performance in this game matter at all against Washington? No, I don't think so. I mean, unless someone gets hurt. I don't think so. Mm. I think five and a half is a little rich. I think we're closer to four. Aaron, what do you think? I wrote down six before Ooh. you said five and a half. So, yeah, I, I'm even further overreacting, I guess. <laughs> Wow. Giants, Vikings. We saw this a few weeks back. It was Giants plus four and a half, and they nearly won the game, right? It was another very close yeah. game, Minnesota won. I think that is more closer to two and a half this time. Or one and a half. I think this is a close one. And Giants I, I still pull, pull out the, up, still... or the outright win, I guess, depending on if they're favorites. I'm a, I haven't even moved on from the last game because I still I, I'm already sick of and it hasn't even started. I'm already sick of Tom Brady in the playoffs. Oh, oh it's Brady in the playoffs. Oh, it's Brady time. Like we've been doing that for 18 weeks this year and it still hasn't happened. But people are gonna do that all week against Dallas. Anyways, uh moving on to this one. Giants Vikings. I thought it was three and a half in that game. Maybe it was either won. way, field goal game. It comes back. Um, it's shorter this time. Came. It was four Daniel and a half. Jones came down to three. Playing well now. Gotcha. Ah, gotcha. I like Giants. Giants healthier on defense. Uh, Vikings more banked up on the offensive line. I mean, I think it comes down. And we're assuming that all of the Giants starters sit, and the Vikings starters play a little bit. That's a tiny, tiny, tiny edge. Isn't this going to be? Isn't this rock solid three? Or, or do you think inside three? I say. Two. I was thinking. I think two and a half. Okay. The books have hated the Vikings for the past month, anyway, right? Like so the, the betters. Right. So it kind of fits. All right. How much is San Francisco favored by next weekend? Assuming that holds, right? They're the two over <laughs> whoever the seven seed is. And is there an appreciable difference, or is it a similar line against any of those three? Okay. So. Which line would be – let's start with uh, which team is closest to San Francisco. Which line would be the shortest? Shortest, I believe, is Green, Green Bay. Green Bay. And we see this game just about every single year, right? Mm-hmm. I agree with you. People would back Rodgers even though he's uh, going on the road. But, it, but the argument would be, huh, I get Rodgers, you get Purdy. I will take Rodgers. Um, boy, that – San Francisco run game would demolish the Packers' defense. I mean, they would just pummel them. Six and a half is the number in my head. I agree that that's the shortest. Six and a half? Give me San Francisco all day if that's the number. I'll go seven, seven and a half. 
You think they'll give him a seven, seven and a half for everyone to back Rogers getting seven, seven yeah, and a half? I do. Okay. If it's the Lions, it's seven and a half. Seven, seven and a half. I think the Seahawks mm. is a big number. The Seahawks could be eight. Eight and a half. Oh, third time. It's going to be tough. They know each other so well. Uh, any, any dogs that you would back? Maybe Detroit. Maybe Detroit. Maybe. Maybe. Yep. Yeah. All right. We'll project the AFC lines next right here on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.